Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for episode 66? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Good morning, listeners. Good morning. It's Monday morning. I know you've all set your alarms for 5am. The moment the Vision podcast is released, you're waking up, the birds are tweeting at you, you've shoved your headphones in your ears and you are listening to my voice reaching your eardrums. Tickle, 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 tickle. (laughs) Oh listeners what an episode we have in store for you this week it's episode 66 the dark mark wow am i proud of this episode yes i am yes i am yes i am yes i am Before we get started, just a few gentle reminders. Uh, the Pottervision boys are going on tour for a full list of tour dates. You can go to pottervision.com because we might be coming to a theatre near you uh, if you're based in the UK. <laughs> um, otherwise, if you'd like to support the boys even further and if you'd like to gain exclusive access to Double Vision, our bonus podcast where we talk about the films, we talking about what else we talking about we're talking about the return to hogwarts documentary we're talking about all that crazy stuff you can go to patreon.com forward slash pottervision um why not leave us a review why not tell a friend why not rate us five stars on spotify itunes wherever the hell you listen we're trying to grow this show to make it the best that we can so if you want to help us do that then do that please i'm begging you uh anyway here's me going on and on and on here's episode 66 Welcome to the Pottervision Podcast, the podcast, in case you didn't know, where every week, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this man on my screen, Tom Marvolo Lawrenson, we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books and use it as an inspiration for discourse. This week, it is episode 66, and we're on chapter 9 of the Goblets of Fire, The Dark Mark. Tom, are you feeling in a dark mood? <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm feeling a twisted mood. This uh, chapter's got me feeling <laughs> so dark. I'm 80% cocoa right now. And dark oh, chocolate. yeah. And the kind of chocolate you'd buy if you didn't like yourself or you didn't like chocolate. You just eat it because you think, hey, I'm, all, I'm doing keto. There's no sugar in this. <laughs> Kind of chocolate that needs either a bit of mint or a bit of liqueur in it to make it edible. Come on, mint, do your job. Do your job after hey, eight mint. As we all know, we've got after eights, don't we, at Christmas? And we've got everybody does. And we've got matchsticks, don't we? Matchsticks, don't we? Your chocolate mint, your mint chocolate varieties for Christmas. You got after eights, after eights. You got matchsticks. Matchsticks. They're the only two. After eights, I've seen matchsticks and they've yeah. gone, I see what you're doing. 
Yeah. A stick of chocolate mint. And they've gone, I can do that. My mother purchased after eight, like, sticks. They released after eight sticks. Yeah. To compete with matchsticks. Well, at the same time, after eight sticks. How dare they? Yeah. They'll think. But come on, after eight mints, you know what you are. You're squares, you're minty. Just hold your ground. You're never going to be beaten by matchsticks, I don't think. Mm. You don't have to make after eight sticks. Anyway. (laughs) Enough of this boring mint chocolate update. (laughs) I think some some people like this kind of stuff more than the Harry Potter stuff. Mm. Is that true, listeners? If so... Go to Lucas's house. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till he's asleep. Bang on the window and tell him. And tell me. What I want to know, though, Lucas, is yeah. how are you? Happy New Year, old friend. Ha- have we already seen each other since New Year? We have. Not on the regular pod. Uh, oh. No, yeah, have we? I don't know, but Happy New Year to everyone. If I think uh, we've already done it. <laughs> if we've already said this before, we hope your New Year's going well. Mm. It's the fourth for us. Uh, so, how have your first four days of the year been? Oh, lovely. What have you been up to? Hey, well, I went on a walk the other day. Oh, one leg in front of the other. Hmm? Exactly. <laughs> hey, didn't see you there. There was me, <laughs> my dad, my sister, my sister's husband's dad, and my sister's husband's sister. Classic lineup. Uh, what a great classic, lineup. Classic lineup. Dad, sister, sister's husband's dad, sister's husband's sister. It's I'm curious. Your sister's father in law, right? What's yes. his what's his forename? Oh, you'll like this because <laughs> her husband is called Alid Jones, mm. who is a Welsh singer, and her husband's dad is called Tom Jones. <laughs> He's also a Welsh singer. Very interesting. That's fun, isn't it? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we still haven't tired of singing We're Walking in the Air. Or it's not unusual whenever we meet them. Really? Sometimes I will sing We're Walking in, in the Air. But I, like, I sing it anyway, even if he's not there. <laughs> Just like the song. <laughs> I sing the Iron Brew version. I've got my Iron Brew. Never heard that. Just an advert that used that. So you're on this stuff. walk, right? One yeah. foot in front of the other. You're breathing yeah. that fresh 2022 air. Oh, yeah. Filling your little Welsh lungs. <sighs> yeah. Right? It was lovely. Yeah. And what were you, What was happening? Well, we went to see two lakes. We wanted to walk around two lakes. The first one was called Kravnant, and the second one was called Gedeonith. You curious so we Welsh devils. Go on. Curious Welsh devils. <laughs> Happy days, we walk round one, and it's raining, it's not very nice, and we go, do we want to carry on? And we say, well, we're here, yes. But the first bit was a flat walk, took us about an hour. The next bit's a proper hike, and at one point we have to walk across a river, essentially, with stepping stones on it, and uh, my sister's husband's dad, who is in his 70s, uh, he... Must have been about half a metre away from a drop that went down off the river. Uh, And he fell over in the river and had to hold on to a stone to stop falling backwards off the the cliff. Good Lord. Yeah, it uh, it gave me a fright, certainly. 
but yeah, then we went the wrong way. We didn't find Lake Geryonid. We found another one called uh, Llyn Gothion Dion, which is the mm. lake of black gifts. I don't know mm. what that means. And we found what looked like a piece of uh, fool's gold, but we think it might have been a... Real gold. A door. A door. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it might have been like an old door handle or a, uh, what you call it? Not a pole bearing. Something like that. Door knob. A door knob. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was a bit of fun, but it was very wet, very windy, but uh, I think we did about 11, 11k. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, lovely Welsh winter walk. Pub lunch afterwards? Hmm? No, not a pub lunch, but at home. My mother was slaving away over a lovely roast dinner that was waiting for us Mm. when we came back to the house. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, it was nice. What a beautiful story. Yeah, did you like it? (laughs) Yes, I loved it. <laughs> Pray tell me what you've been doing in the first four days of the new year. Um, well, I had my birthday, had a relaxed oh, day. Oh, yeah, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, strolled about. I don't like really doing much for my birthday anymore because, yeah, yeah. you know, don't get your ropes up because what's the point? Yeah, exactly. I'm like that with everything. Your wildest dreams are never going to come true. So give up. What are your wildest dreams? What What have you hoped for in the past that hasn't happened? Well, I'd like everyone I know and love to get up uh, and like get in a big like group and yeah, leave me alone for the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good. But they can't it? do it year after year sending me messages well wishes oh it's relentless replying to them thank you thank you yes thank you oh (laughs) (laughs) who have you responded with just yes (laughs) happy birthday tom hope you have a cracking year love you yes (laughs) not sending him a card next year yeah yeah um, hey, we haven't even told our listeners about my uh, birthday present to you that we're going on uh, next week. Oh, we? I think it's next week. I'm know. treating you to the Forbidden Forest Experience what in Cheshire. Do you know I think it's next uh, Thursday. Yeah, it the 13th. 13th. And wow. uh, I'm going to pick you up in my car. And I'm going to be all dressed up nice, and I'm going to knock on on the door and ask your mum if I can take you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to—it's a forbidden forest experience. It's like a big uh, outdoor Harry Potter thing, and they've got like a mini Hogsmeade and stuff. I'm excited. It's going to be good, and we're going to film a few bits. We're going to take some pictures, and then we're going to do a little uh, bonus episode thing for our Patreon followers. Oh my god! Oh, it's going to be good. I was back at work today for the after a four day break. Oh, why? And the uh, they were like, "Hey, you, uh, so yeah, yeah. you've been enjoying your time off." So they stuffed me in a barrel, and they all started kicking it and beating it with bats. And oh, that really, yeah, and they, time off, you? they rolled it around a bit, and it really disoriented me. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, back at it, I guess. There's nothing worse than coming home tired after your first day back. Mm. You've got used to relaxing and not doing much, and then you're like, oh. getting up early, icy windscreen. Yeah, just got to scrape it off. Oh, good lord! The last thing you want to be doing is scraping. 
Tom, <laughs> my worker, mm. are you ready for a chapter nine, book four, rundown? I am desperate for it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, I shall quench your rundown first. Chapter nine, the dark mark. Everyone's excited and Harry goes to bed dreaming about being a Quidditch player. Ooh, if only I can be like that muscly man, Crumb. Ooh, that'll be nice. When suddenly he's shaken awake and everyone is panicking. They're running round, screaming. A group of hooded mask figures are running round, causing havoc. They've got the Muggle family floating in the air. They're spinning them round. They're doing horrible things. It's not nice, everyone. Not nice, is it? It's not nice, is it? Why did you do that? How do you think that makes them feel? (laughs) And so Harry and Hermione and Ron go off into the forest. They lose the others and they come across Winky coming out of the bush going, it's horrible. What's going on? Next thing, they're in the middle of the forest and they hear, Mamada! And a big skull appears in the sky with a big old snake coming out of it, sticking its tongue out. And everyone's like, no, that's the dark mark. It's Voldemort's symbol. Did you do that, Harry? Did you do that, Ron? What's going on? Amos Diggory turns up. He finds Winky with Harry's wand in his hand. And that was the one that did the dark mark. It's all going on. They go back to their tent and they think, bloody hell, were they terrorists? Were they Voldemort's supporters? Were they just having a laugh? And why the bloody hell did somebody do the Dark Mark? Was he a supporter of you-know-who? Or was he trying to send the Death Eaters away? Mm. And that was the Dark Mark. What an eventful chapter. What an eventful chapter. Oh my God, this was horrifying in some senses right i can see yeah i can see the front page of the daily prophet right now i can yeah yeah weasley's trip to sporting event interrupted by men in hoods (laughs) (laughs) definitely it's always got to be from the weasley's perspective And tomorrow's news headline, Molly Weasley hears about how the Weasley's holiday was interrupted by men in hoods. Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right, this chapter. Listeners, if you're faint of heart, please keep listening and power through. But it was horrifying. I was reading this and I was like, how how am I going to find any humour in this chapter, right? Yeah. I was like, thing after thing was just scaring yeah. me, like to my core. I know. I've got about six separate lines. I can see one here, absolutely horrific. <laughs> uh, another one feels a bit much. Uh, <laughs> I've got all sorts in here. Four uh, separate times while reading this. Well, yeah. I listened to it uh, on the audiobook. I threw yeah. my phone away because I was so scared. I'd keep getting out oh. of the bin. Yeah. I had to listen to this chapter with the covers over my head and the door locked. <laughs> it was scaring me, listeners. I had to listen to this chapter with a black like a sack over my head, with my yeah. hands bound yeah. and my mouth gagged in the boot of a man's car. What does yeah. it all mean, listeners? 
what does it all mean? I had to pause this chapter mid-listen, call my mummy upstairs, and insist that she sits with me until it's over. Mm. It was scary. <laughs> it was scary. The things we do for your entertainment. <laughs> Ireland has just won the World Cup. They are giddy with excitement. (laughs) Oh, Ireland have won the World Cup. On their way back to their tents, and Arthur Weasley agrees they can have one cup of hot chocolate, yeah, and then one extra cup, then bed. Got me thinking about hot chocolate. To to get away from the the ensuing trauma, we're going to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot chocolate goes from two stages. Too hot, can't drink it. Too, yeah. I'm glugging this down too quick because it's delicious. Yeah. See, I'm a bit funny with hot chocolate. I can, I've never oh, really don't. liked the taste. He doesn't like hot drinks. It's in the Pot like Vision trailer. He doesn't like hot drinks. <laughs> in the, look, if you're shocked by this revelation, it's in the Pot Vision trailer. You were warned, <laughs> listeners. Um, I don't think we've brought it up many times before, if at all, but I can't believe it's getting to episode 66. <laughs> and just no, we've actually mentioned something in the trailer. Hey, I've been listening to this podcast for 65 episodes. No mention of this hot drinks I was promised. Hey, hold on, <laughs> it comes up in episode 66. Hold out for one more. You get new mics and they mention it. <laughs> About 60 episodes in, they stopped recording it from their phones. And there's, uh, there's nothing really, there's nothing, not there's nothing to really say about it. I mean, oh, it was something that happened, some like trauma early on in his childhood. No, he can drink a hot drink, he just doesn't yeah. want to, he doesn't like his preference, personal preference. Listeners, I can, I just don't. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. <laughs> Fred and George have got a big wad of cash. Mm. Like, hey, don't worry, Dad. We've got great plans for this money. Ooh. Can I help your family out with the bills? Mm. We struggle to pay. Can you uh, buy us a new dishwasher that we need desperately? Can't see why. (laughs) What what are you going to do with it then? It's a secret. It's a secret, Fred. Yeah, but this is arguably the scariest like chapter of the series so far. Heck yes, he agrees. Right, I, I agree. Yeah, it's scary. Explosions going off, right? Fire, yeah. people screaming. Yeah. They run out yeah. of the tents. Well, Har- Arthur wakes everybody up. No time to get dressed. Just run out there in your knickers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry sees in the distance four hooded figures, right, and above them is floating it says, which is a horrific line, four struggling figures are being contorted into grotesque shapes, so yeah. which are floating above these death eaters yeah, yeah. being contorted mm. into grotesque shapes yeah, yeah I Witness accounts of torture. Harry, Ron, and Hermione is seeing yeah. this all themselves. Yeah, bloody hell! I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> what can we say? They start. They turn the lady upside down. Right? Yeah, and knickers are out. Her underwear and people below are like laughing. Right. Yeah. A little boy 
they are spinning like a top, like a spinning yeah. top. It, yeah. It's it, torture. I feel like Ron's a reaction to this is a bit like, you know, he's underreacting in a way because he goes, yeah. that's sick. <laughs> Right. Now we must we must make a little thing here. Now uh, I, I'm assuming at the time of this book uh, publication, uh, the slang word "sick," which <laughs> in modern days means cool. Hey, that's sick. Uh, we're hoping that Ron isn't saying that when he's looking at a family being tortured. Oh, that's well sick. There's no way of knowing. There's no way torturing of families. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, torturing people in front of a crowd. Is yeah. more than sick. It's morbid. Yeah, it's it's barbaric. Stomach churning. But imagine, like, because this is a massive, dark turn for these books. Like, I'm just imagining, like, a little girl who's read the first three books, and now she's reading the fourth one. Ooh, my daughter's been reading those Harry Potter children's books. Oh, they're ever so funny, aren't they? They've got elves and dragons and funny spells. Oh, she's reading the fourth one at the moment. Oh, what's happening in the book at the moment? A family being tortured. <laughs> not reading that book again. <laughs> not like that. This is a kid's book. <laughs> yeah, it goes from... Uh, Vernon Dursley has a big fat neck to a woman was stripped naked in front of a crowd of people and humiliated. I know, two seconds, you know, two chapters ago, they came out of the fireplace and the fireplace flew across the room. We're stuck behind here. We're stuck. Three chapters later. Bloody hell. And also child, a child being taught. Yeah, the fact that there were children involved. Bloody hell. Bloody hell what's going on? It's weird. I think a disproportionate amount of wizards are too into torture and attacking people, like compared to the Muggle population. Sure, yeah. it happens in like the Muggle population, yeah. but not as frequently. Like, So it seems like a quarter of wizards are into it. I don't know, it's a lot more popular, isn't that it? That you could get a crowd of people like below. And a lot of time torture in muggle populations is like some financial gain. I uh, know. <laughs> they're just doing it for fun, which is terrifying. But even if you're like a bad <sighs> wizard or whatever, or you know, you wanna make bad things happen or be part of a gang, I'd still be like, there's no need for that. <laughs> Can we not just rob the bank? Why do we have to bloody Dangle the woman by her toes. Can we not just rob the bank? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've made the point. They don't have to be messing about. And it all it's, I know they hate muggles, don't they, Death Eaters? But mm. it also seems a bit like, come on, they can't even defend themselves with magic. Mm. You're just being nasty for the sake of it. They run into the woods. Arthur says, get away. Get away, get away, get yeah. away. I'm going to run off in me pyjama bottoms and me jeans on top. You yeah. kids run into the woods and stick together. Stick together, guys. Ginny, Fred, George, you go off to your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this, like, come on, stick I don't know together. where they went. <laughs> I don't know where they bloody went. Because then they went back to the tent without looking for Harry, Ron and Hermione. Oh, yeah. they'll turn up. And like... Ron just like not bothered about his little sister whatsoever. They run off into the woods, and who do they find? 
sitting behind a fence, peeking through a little gap, but cheeky old Malfoy. <laughs> hey, it's Malfoy! Uh, Ron says a dirty swear at him, I think, which yeah. is just out of nowhere. The, well, the book says, odd, Harry said he, he wouldn't have said it in front of his mother. I don't think many people are swearing in front of their mother, actually. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but I'm thinking, what would he say to Malfoy that he wouldn't say in front of his mother? Start your own sweet business, Malfoy. <laughs> don't say that in front of Mrs. Oh, yeah. She doesn't like it. Or uh... <laughs> get a paddock and rent it out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we wouldn't say that in front of his mother. If his mother was here, he wouldn't saying that. Your children are all at school. Get a job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Malfoy's a weird bugger, isn't he? Like, Ron trips over a tree and he goes, oh, I tripped over a tree root. And Malfoy goes, mm, with feet like that, it's hard not to. It's a very weird comment to say during a terrorist attack. Ron. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, run! They're shooting people! <laughs> You've got rather large feet, haven't you? <laughs> what a strange little boy! Tell me, Ron, does the, uh, do the curtains match the, match the carpet? Mm. <laughs> what? You know what they say, big feet, big cock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say, don't you, Weasley? Hey, man, let's have a look. <laughs> if you want another mouthful of slugs, just let me know. <laughs> oh. Malfoy's gone all carry on. Oh, it's like a Malfoy. Yeah, he's playing it cool. I think yeah. I interpreted this as they're like, oh, that evil devil, he's evil devil. He gives him a warning. He says, in a cheekily way, he's like, well, you get out of it, otherwise... You know, it's not safe for Hermione because in Death Eater's eyes, yeah. she's a muggle. Yeah. But they're like, he oh, says you to her, bitch. <laughs> Go on. No, but he turns to Hermione and says, do you want to be showing your knickers off in front of everybody? I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. And also at the beginning of the chapter, you know that it's going. It's like a possibility. Yeah. Because um, they say, Ginny and Hermione were well, there in their nighties just with the coat on. Like that's yeah. Like, I don't like reading it. <laughs> I want all people in the wisdom world with a pair of slacks on, right? Jackie yeah. bees, yeah. shorts, yeah. something. No more. Yeah. Right, Dumbledore, you two. I'm sorry, it's over. It's done. It's yeah, done. none of that robes with nothing on underneath. If we're turning people upside down from now on, right? Yeah. It's summer. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, if you're wearing robes, pair of shorts on underneath, please. Yeah. Shorts, or you don't leave the house. Arthur Weasley, pair of uh, pyjama bottoms and jeans. Good. I love the initiative. Good lad. Doubling <laughs> up. That's what we want to see. Doubling up. Safe. Safe. It just but, feels like, I don't know, it feels like it's just a bit dark for the sake of it almost to scare people. I think so. That, it's a real shift in darkness, isn't it? The east is in with a bit of playfulness, like, oh, bit of Quidditch, la di da da Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the, not a chapter ago did we have the sexy velas. I know, they bloody <laughs> turned up. Gosh, you're in this book for the dads or what? <laughs> have a bit of carnage, let's have some sexy magic women. <laughs> Who's buying the books? It's not the kids, it's the parents. <laughs> Bloody hell. 
I remember reading a book series uh, when I was a kid. They were called the Cherub Books. And uh, they were all about kids who were spies. Uh, but because they're kids, people don't suspect them to be a spy, right? But they were books for teenagers mm-hmm. and it had swearing in it. And I remember at the time, I thought, bloody hell, it's a book for me, but it's got swearing in it. I like reading this. And looking back, I thought, I'm just in it for no reason. Just mm. like random piss and bollocks everywhere. I don't want that. <laughs> You know, as a parent, I would never let my child read a series of books called The Cherub. <laughs> it stood for something. Uh, I can't, it stands I can't for remember. Naked Don't Little Baby Angel. That's what it stands for. <laughs> they were very... I remember enjoying them as a kid. Uh, but, but yeah. Mom, Mom, it's World Book Day. I want to go as a cherub. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. My leaf? No, no. You're not going. Why can't you be Matilda like everybody else? A <laughs> hundred Matildas. A hundred Matildas graced the school. Though Malfoy is giving them a warning, he says, run along, otherwise that could be you turned upside down. He's saying it cheekily. But at the same time, he is giving them, I think, he wants them to be safe. I know. Well, maybe this is the start of, you know... Maybe he isn't all bad. I know he's been no, a knobhead. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> oh, don't tell me that. Yeah. <clears throat> Making me sad. They bump into some foreign students. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hogwarts, they hear one say. And Hermione yeah. says, Bobaton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they one of them be. goes, what did you say? And she says... I, it's like a wizarding school in France. And she goes, I read about it in appraisals of magical education in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you reading that? <laughs> I like, I won't question a lot of the books she reads, but appraisals of magical yeah. education in Europe. What have you came around here? And you're like, oh, what have you been doing? Just be, been reading uh, Ofsted reports from the local primary. All right. Do you have a child? No. No. And not even that from abroad as well. <laughs> right, let's see how these Italian league tables are doing. Oh, I got a lot lower percentage of A stars this year. Not into oh. that year sevens. Look at this sports day in Spain. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you reading about that? Chapter three, the corridors. What? Know me, know me ways. <laughs> I do like these subtle introductions to characters because these French students are like, Ooh, eh, Madame Maxine. Hogwarts. 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 And also, how does that prove that they're from Beaubaton? Are they walking around in uniform at the Quidditch World Cup? <laughs> Is that French, what they're saying? French teenagers. Yeah, it could be anybody. Oh, they must be from Beaubatons. <laughs> Why? Because they're French. Could be anybody. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. mention their school? Why just go French? Well, they're French, aren't they? <laughs> you know, I-, I would never listen to somebody go, Oh, where's Mr. Mr. Philbin? You go, oh, must be from Eton. <laughs> what a ridiculous <laughs> assumption to make. Well, they're young, aren't they? They're boys. 
They must be from Eton. It's like if someone was like walking past a cafe window and they saw you inside eating a yeah. rare bit, like pulling funny faces. Yeah. Know, and some Welsh panto circuit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that case, they'd be right. <laughs> but it is still a big assumption to make. <laughs> They bump into Winky. No, they oh. see Winky. Do they see Winky or we see Winky? Yeah, they do see Winky. They do see Winky, yeah. I think we always see, so far in this book, everything that Harry sees. Mm. We, well, yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, no. Be- yes. Um, <laughs> they say someone's holding her back, right? She's struggling. Yeah. Do you reckon Winky was made to steal Harry's wand? I don't know, because this is like a new... This isn't in the films, is it, this mystery of the wand? Because mm. in the in the film, you just see David Tennant go, on, murder, and then disappear. But here you've got Winky, and it was Harry's wand that cast the spell. Mm. Uh, I think Winky was forced to do it. Maybe put in some kind of trance. Mm. Not knowing what she was doing, the poor girl. Well, perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, I feel like they're not scared enough at all, Ron, Harry and Hermione. Right? No. They've seen these four muggles elevated above their very eyes and being visibly tortured. That, to me, is leading to one thing. Yeah. Death. D-E-T-H. Death. You don't just torture someone and then put them down, do you? <laughs> Dressed in some of the most horrific outfits I've ever heard. Large yeah. cone-shaped hoods with, like, masks covering yeah. their faces. If you're wearing that, you're up to something sinister. Yeah. And Hermione's running around in the woods going, oh, it's horrible the way they treat elves, isn't it? Do you agree with me or not? <laughs> like, it's more not the pressing time for a high things. school debate. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell, there's people torturing people outside. Yeah, yeah, but do you think minimum wage should be higher for under 18? (laughs) Right, definitely an important issue, Hermione, but not for now. I think if you're old enough to join the army, you should be old enough to vote. (laughs) Right, Hermione, yes, we will talk about this. Can you keep running, though, first? (laughs) It's not relevant. Right, let's get into it. Euthanasia. (laughs) Oh yeah, what's what's um Ludo Bagman doing so deep in the woods? I don't know. That's a bit sinister, isn't it? But he's he's hearing about the attack from then, and it's three a.m. What's he doing so deep in the woods? Yeah, and they just brush it off like, oh, busy man. He don't. Oh, he hasn't got his head screwed on properly. I know. They always seem to brush things off. Never take something at face value. Investigate. Mm. They come across these velas in the forest and they're uh, they're surrounded by men trying to impress them. So one person's going, oh, I'm a, I'm a dragon killer for the Ministry of Magic. Another one's like, oh, I'm a vampire killer. I've killed 90 people. Right, guys, you're on about killing, pe- killing creatures, being part of the Department for Disposal of Dangerous Creatures. Mm-hmm. You're talking to a dangerous creature. They can turn fiery and attack people. Why would you impress them by telling you them that you kill them? Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't. Well, 
They're How are under you a spell, on? aren't they? Do you know what, I mean? sorry? They're under a spell. Oh, they are. I thought they were just, like, hired. No, what? The Vila. No, no, no. The people talking to them are under a spell. That's why they're saying Oh, yeah, the they're under things. a spell, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like they're they're in... saying daft, daft things. Yeah. But Ron tries to impress them by saying, uh, Ooh, I've invented a moon... Uh, no. He says, oh, I've invented a broomstick that'll reach Jupiter. Ron, you don't need to lie. You've actually done some impressive things. Any broomstick will reach Jupiter, though you'll yeah. die along the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, my broom will reach Jupiter. I won't. My skeleton will. <laughs> will not but be spooky. I mentioned the fact that you've been in the Chamber of Secrets. A skeleton on a broom circulating Jupiter. Oh, scaring me, isn't it? Good tattoo for anyone who wants that. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. If anyone wants a tattoo of a skeleton orbiting Jupiter on a broomstick, please credit us. We want our names or just Tom's <laughs> underneath the tattoo. I feel like throttling Harry sometimes. Oh, me too. Because anytime, this is not a new point, but anytime someone <laughs> says, <laughs> you know. You know who he has to go. Voldemort. <laughs> There's no need. You, you know who they mean. You literally know who they mean. It's like he's Don't trying. Don't shout it. It's like he's, he's doing it. <laughs> to yeah. wind people up. Yeah. Oh, I don't like swearing. You well, don't this... shit in like swearing. <laughs> this is a certain Harry. word I don't like. Is it moist? Oh, I hate the word moist. Yeah, you didn't I? Shut up, you little nit. Mm. A big theme in these books is people being willfully ignorant, right? Yes. People turning up, seeing these Harry Ron Hermione and immediately accusing them of conjuring the dark mark, right? I know. And like, they don't use any reasoning whatsoever. Like, what's he called? Um, who accuses Amos. them first? Amos accuses them. Oh, diggers. In the same way that Umbridge is equally difficult in like following books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it winds me up when I watch it because I'm like, oh, why does this have to be in here? Why can't it just be nice? Why can't ever be? Why can't they believe them? But you realise that it's the reflection of life because people are like ignorant. Like they go out their way to be, you know, accusatory. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like... like straight up, remember in primary school where you'd be stood in the playground and there'd be a bit of litter near you and the teacher's like, pick that up. And you're like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't drop it. I don't care. It's like, yeah. what are you, what's wrong with you, you wild animal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I think some, not all, but there are some adults who literally have no respect for children. And then they wonder why children are so rude to them or don't do what they say. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just horrified of them. Yeah, yeah. Now, this dark mark, they hear Monmada. Mm. skull appears in the sky with a big old snake coming out of it like a tongue. And Harry, he doesn't know what it is. What is that? Hermione says it's the dark mark, it's Voldemort's symbol. Mm. Are you telling me 
that Harry, after facing Voldemort twice, after hearing a prediction last year that he is going to return, he's not done any research on Voldemort. Like, this is such... <laughs> this is such a basic thing about Voldemort. That's his symbol. <laughs> Harry, you face this man twice in battle and you don't know his symbol. Damn. <laughs> Read a book over the summer. Dufty, dufty, dufty. He's a Are dafty. you saying that? Are you saying, you know, do your research, right? Yeah. I thought to myself, yeah, do your research. If you got something... Yeah. You want to say, do your research on it? I've been thinking about these Vila, yeah? Yeah. My hand wandered over to my edition of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, right? Ooh, yeah. I go, scroll to the back, I hit the letter U. What comes after U? V. Not in this book. It goes straight to W. They're not in here. Oh, maybe they're not classed as a beast. Maybe it's a a being or something. So no, like the mer people aren't in there, are they? Or uh, oh, are they not? Or hags? I don't think are in it either. They should put Hagrid in there. They should put. He's a beast, and he's a dirty git. Yeah, yeah. But do your research, Harry. Come on, knowledge is power. You know, if you're going to face Voldemort again, read a bloody book. Find out whether he has any weaknesses. <laughs> I'd be You've got so much time on your hands. I'd be surprised you didn't just forget who he is next time he's faced with him. I don't know. It's you. Yes, it's me. Who are you? Mm? Oh. <laughs> you say my name all the time. <laughs> say my name, say my name. Mm. They, they, <laughs> they have to duck down because a load of people are trying to stupefy them. Yeah. Yeah. The... Spells go through the forest, and who do they hit? Winky! Winky! Sexy little Winky. Something for the dads. <laughs> little Winky. for the dads! Amos goes off into the clearing <sighs> to see if the spell has hit anybody, and he comes back, he says, I've got an unconscious Winky! <laughs> no. Amos, please. No, no, really. It's limp. I'm trying to wake it up. Amos, now's not the time. Kids, help me out. No! Send that man to Azkaban. <laughs> Talking about his unconscious winky. We don't want to hear it, Amos Diggory. And then he starts getting angry at Winky, strangling it. No, Amos, <laughs> no! Did you produce the dark mark? What? <laughs> Did Winky produce the dark mark? Uh, Amos, he's on one, right? To yeah. follow on from that, he picks up, right, basically, he's trying to figure out who produced the dark mark. Yeah, who did it? And Amos Diggory pressed his one tip to Harry's. <laughs> Buy him dinner first. <laughs> Bloody hell. That'll raise Winky. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think to all that, listeners? Did you like it? (laughs) (laughs) Let us know, please. Your feedback has been very important to us. No, 66 episodes in, they're getting to Winky still. (laughs) (laughs) If you've survived this long, you can survive this. Mm. Winky since... uh, Oh, actually, no, before that, 
Um, oh, yeah. So they find out that it's Winky, and they start thinking that Winky produced the dark mark. And yeah. Amos Diggory goes, oh, bit embarrassing. Is that embarrassing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, a little elf has conjured a horrific image. Oh, somebody's got egg on their face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, somebody's looking a bit rosy in the cheeks, aren't they, Barty? <laughs> Very embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, I would never. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't catch my elf putting a deathly symbol in the sky. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Winky sounds a bit like Ali G, the way she talks. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. All right, next point. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, hey, it couldn't have been Winky. Because we heard a human voice. And as we know, nothing in the magical world other than a human can have a human voice. Mm. Could be anything. Could be an elf, a goblin. Could be a Javi. 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 (laughs) Could be anything out there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know know what you mean. You know what I mean. I hope you do. You know, they're saying, oh, it was a human voice we heard. Could be, could be anything. Could be a parrot. Yeah, it could be a fucking parrot. Yeah. Have you thought about that, Amos Diggory, that a parrot created the dark mark? This chapter <laughs> was chunky, right? Oh, yeah. Real chunky. And it's, in my head, it's split into two sections. There's the horrific thing at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then there's just all this like busybodiness in the forest. Yeah, point they the find finger. Winky and a 15 minute interrogation. Well, not 15 minute. <laughs> if you listen on audio, yeah. it looked like I did 15 minute. But like, you know, an half an hour, <laughs> like a 20 minute interrogation yeah. of Winky and Harry and Chums. I know. It, it seemed like there was more focus on the elves than there were terrorist incident or the dark yeah. mark itself but like i said before <laughs> i do like this added mystery it was harry's wand somebody cast it from harry's wand who was it i wonder it's funny right because we were making fun of hermione before going on about elves and stuff yeah and even arthur weasley says yeah, fine hermione i agree with you but this is not the time yeah <laughs> she's just it was funny i realized then i'm like i've got I've got to squeeze it in somewhere for the relief at the end when Winky gets freed or like, you know, they all get jobs at Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. got to get it in. Well, I know later in the book she actually sets up her thing, doesn't she? She sets up an elf group. Spoilers. Spoilers. It's nice that Crouch is on Harry's side, probably maybe only because he's being accused himself, but he goes mm. on at Amos going, uh, yeah. Oi, accusing both of us. Harry would never. And me, I'm arguably the most respected wizard of all time. <laughs> would you not agree? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winky's lying. She's a little liar. Something is not right. Because mm. she says she found the wand in the woods. How would you find a wand in the woods at night? A wand that looks like a stick in the woods? Exactly. Well, this is the thing because I believe Winky up until the point where she looks at Barty Crouch and then tells a porky, I think. Yeah. She's trying to defend her master for some mm. reason or another. 
Because in the film, we know who's... Well, we've seen the person, but we don't know who they are, do we? Mm. We don't... We know it's David Tennant, but we don't know who he is. Hello, father. (laughs) 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 But yeah, we do not know who that person is, but we don't even see them here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because in the film, we've seen David Tennant in the house with Voldemort in Harry's dream, and then we've seen him conjure the Dark Mark. But at this point, we've not seen that character at all. Hey, do you know what I'm excited for? What? Mad-Eye Moody. Hey, that's going to be good. I mm. even think in about two chapters, there's a chapter called Mad-Eye Moody. Silence! Silence! Oh, yeah, we're on chapter nine at the moment, and chapter 13 is called Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, you're scaring me, yes, can't wait for those wild eyes to be going around, turning people into ferrets. Get him into panto like you, wild eyes. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it'd be funny, wouldn't it? Mad-Eye Moody in a panto. They all run off back to the tents where they bump into the rest of the Weasleys. They describe yeah. what happens. We've got to then... get back to the tents, Barney. And then Percy starts Acting like a right little creep. Like, oh no, that horrid little elf. Doing that to uh, Barty Crouch Senior. It's like, yeah. Percy, shut up. He's not here. Yeah. Percy, I wrote on my notes. It just says, I don't know what I expected to do. I don't know what, what I was expected to do with this old note. Turn it into conversation. I just wrote, Percy, no one likes you. No one. <laughs> I don't even think your girlfriend likes you, to be honest. Because how could she? You're a nightmare. <laughs> Penelope yeah. Clearwater, you can do better than him. God, I think even I reckon even his dad's like, shut up, you nick, you're embarrassing me. Oh, I, know. I am the legend around the ministry. I'm front page of the news for no reason at all. I'm getting free yeah. holidays, free tickets to sporting events. Now you turned up, start arse licking, you're ruining it I for know. me. I've got a made-up job. People respect me. As soon as I appeared in this clearing, people ran towards me for safety. Yeah. yeah. And you're they like, listen to him. The most pressing thing you can think to talk about right now is, oh no, poor Barty Crouch Senior, what a naughty elf. Shut up. Yeah. Imagine having your own son cramp your style at work. <laughs> that must be embarrassing, wouldn't it? It should be the other way around. Your dad should be embarrassing you. <laughs> Not there, but 50-year-old man in the office. Oh, God, my son's here. Arthur Weasley walking in with Percy on his first day. Oh, and this is my friend, Percy. <laughs> Well, he's, he's, I say he's a friend, he's an acquaintance. I'm your son, Daddy, aren't I? I see you more as a friend. I see you more as a, well, just look after you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you work in Romania? Yeah, he's, uh, his real parents died in a car crash and we decided to take him in. <laughs> <laughs> his mum and dad got blown up and we got landed with you. Really? No, I wish it though. Oh <laughs> no, not the blown up bit. That <laughs> that it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> blown up. But it's good. Percy's doing his job. We are meant to dislike him because no person in their right mind would be reading this going, Oh yeah, I agree. I'm with Percy. Yeah. Hashtag team Percy. 
Percy's not a popular name. Maybe it is amongst the wealthier communities. I know that really wealthy people in the UK tend to pick insane names just because they can, because it doesn't make a bit of difference to them. And yes. I think maybe Percy is one of those names because Percy, it's got, first of all, it's got the word purse in it, <laughs> ladies handbag in your name, right? <laughs> But there are not many people, I don't think, anymore <laughs> called Percy, are there? No. Well, it's short for Percival, which, interestingly, is one of Dumbledore's middle names. Mm. Um, but thing is, because Percy is such a hoity-toity bumhole, I'm surprised he doesn't call himself Percival. Mm. Um, I'm called Percival now, father. Percy. I think Percy's the name of the bad uh, guard in uh, The Green Mile, isn't it? Is he also the naughty train in Thomas the Tank? Or is that Gordon? I didn't know you were meant to wet the sponge. You didn't know you were meant to wet the sponge! I don't remember that in Thomas the Tank. Percy. Percy in The Green Mile. Uh, weird in the Green Mile. Weird in real life. <laughs> yeah. Who who is it? Some weird actor. Some weird. It's a weird actor. Everyone. Some weird actor. I've never seen the Green Mile. Hey, we get back to the tent and we reveal that these people in masks and hoods are called Death Eaters. Mm. Right. Who's come up with that name? Right. We need a name for this gang we've got. We're going to cause terror wherever we go. Right, what are you going to be called? Hey, I thought we could be called the Death Eaters. Oh, yeah. Eat, eat Eaters? Why? Eat, Why Eaters? Eat, are you cannibals? We eat death. Eat, eat dead people. Eat dead people? <laughs> Why do you eat dead people? <laughs> no, we don't eat dead people. We're Death Eaters. We're Death Eaters. We, we eat. We kill oh. muggles. What do you do with their bodies? Just it doesn't matter. <laughs> spin them. <laughs> you spin them, do you? Oh, what do you reckon then? Do you reckon that Dark Mark was in support of the Death Eaters or to scare them away? Um, no. Support them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, support them. I to don't show know people that um, Big V's back. Big Daddy v. v is back. V for Voldemort. All right, Churchill. V's for Voldemort. Sit, hey. do, do Y for you know who, Churchill. No, it's V for Voldemort. <laughs> v for Voldemort. Whoa, 3D. Whoa. Right. How many Winkies in the Forest out of five are you giving this chapter? <laughs> um, it was harrowing. It was dark as you like. Mm. Lots of stuff going on. Torture, dark marks, people flying around. Uh, I was scared, but does that mean it's a bad chapter? Not necessarily. We know that shit is going down. We know that stuff is happening that is scaring everyone. There's a real sense of danger. We've had fun with the Quidditch. We've had fun with Dudley having a big old tongue. Now we're in the bloody darkness, and I like it. I like the way we're going. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, uh, points made about the elves, uh, mm -hmm. which was maybe a bit too much. 
I like the added mystery of the wand. It's from Harry's wand. Who cast it? Why did it end up in Winky's hand? I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a very solid four Winkies in the forest out of five. Mm. Noble assessment. For me, this chapter, it shook me to my core. I've already said, right? Yeah. A notable change, and it's got me excited for things to come. Really stirring stuff up, right? Torture, mystery, excitement. Children mm. running around in the forest at night. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? For that reason, I give this chapter four Winkies in the Forest out of five. Snap! Right. Air Kirkby. Do they still use air in Germany? Yes. Air is Mr. Yeah. Bloody yes, Frau Lorenzen. After what happened, and they're still using air. Right then, Air Kirkby. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I don't think you know. They're still calling them doctors in the UK, even after Dr. Shipman. <laughs> Quiz, quizzy, quiz, quizzy, quiz, 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 quoo. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizzy, quiz, quizzy, quiz, 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 quoo. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter. Lucas, how well will you do? <laughs> I'll blow you a kiss. <laughs> Good little compromise, eh? Yeah. Next week, you'll be glad to know we'll be back in the same room, so you'll be able to hear it in stereo. Oh, don't like that, year sevens. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Question one. What Quidditch move is Harry eager to try out? The Vronsky feint. Oh, my God. He read it, and he's gone. He'll definitely bring that up. Were you going to tell me off if I called it the Vronsky? Uh, to be honest, I'm looking at my own writing. I don't even know what it says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. What is the name of the campsite manager? Mr. Roberts. Correct. That's two you've got right so far. That's good. Question three. What kind yeah. of feet did the figure of Victor Crumb have? Duck-like. Hmm. Oh, no. Duck-footed. What do you think? Should we give you that? Oh, come on. <laughs> it's got to be. If this uh, was question was... five, you wouldn't have given me that. That's up for debate. We'll come back to it. Okay. Right. <laughs> Which clause does Amos Diggory think is broken with Winky using a wand? The uh, It's clause three... I'm assuming you want to know of which thingy. The mm-hmm. um, uh, clause three of the code for wand use. Incorrect. It's code three, clause of wand use. Question five. No, what it's does... not code. <laughs> it's not code three, clause of wand use. Do you think I might have got it wrong? No, yeah. I've written that, so I'm going to go with that. No, um, this is another five. controversy on the quiz. It's not. There's not. That's How absolutely would it fine. Be? What's code three? That would never be in any law. <laughs> clause three of the code of wand use. Right. Question five. Oh. How does Amos Diggory address Winky? 
Um, I don't feel as bad losing the quiz now because I don't feel like I know this one. Um, I'm going to say you stupid elf. Right. I'll give you the the one juice one and I'll give you the duck duck like <laughs> one. Only because I got this wrong. <laughs> this one. He calls him he calls it elf. Oh. Not that quiz, stupid quiz, business. Quiz 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 quiz. Going to ask you some questions how will we do? Quiz quiz quiz. Quiz 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 quiz. Going to ask about Harry Potter. Lucas, how well will you do? I blow you a kiss. <laughs> This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, we're going on tour. We're next. Our next stop is in Birmingham on the 19th of January. We've only got a handful of tickets left, so get get them booked. Uh, there's only a couple of rows left that have got like two seats together, so please, please book. Let's fill it out. Uh, we're also in Brighton on the 21st. And we have a load of gigs in February as well. We'd love to see you. All the dates are at pottervision.com. Also, if you want bonus content, if you want to support us, please do. Uh, Patreon.com slash pottervision. Uh, on the 15th of January, we're going to be doing a Double Vision episode all about that 20th anniversary program that was on Return to Hogwarts. Mm. And we're looking forward to that. Otherwise, just keep being you. And, oh, if you're on Spotify, you can now rate the podcast on Spotify. It's a new feature, so give us five stars, please. We've already had about 21 uh, ratings, and we're five out of five for everybody. So thank you so much to everyone who's rated so far. Next week, we are on episode 67, and it's chapter 10 of The Goblet of Fire, Mayhem at the Ministry. You have been a slightly older Tom Lawrenson. And you have looked young as ever, baby Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.